Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is your family alive announcer Don Pardo, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer, courtesy of the Hangman and John Boy. You know, the only two people who do any real work around here. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. We don't want to say the Kimmer's a little slow. Well, no, I would believe Cheerios are donut seeds. Well, no, that was a rumor. The Kimmer I, Show on News Radio <laughs> 106. I, I corrected myself before Final Jeopardy. I... Yes, look out! It's only me. It's only old Mr. Highbrow, the Kimmer. Error, pal, error, pal, error, error, red, black, left shoulder. No, see, it's not the same. It's just, no. I tried. I just did it. <laughs> anyway, it's a little Beethoven for you because this is the day Ludwig van Beethoven kicked the Z-Bucket in Vienna in 1827. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, uh, it's only the camera. A couple of birthdays. We'll get going with the actual program. Uh, Kira Knightley, famous and lovely actress, Pride and Prejudice, Pirates of the Caribbean, and so forth. Kira Knightley is 30 today. Actress Amy Smart from Felicity and Road Trip, among others, is 39 today. All right. Uh, we got more coming up and everything. And we got, we'll, uh, okay, I'm going to tell you this right now. We're going to do the bird doll stuff and the, uh, the, uh, the killer mass suicide murderous plane pilot guy in Germany thing in uh, Spain and uh, France all day long, all for the next three hours. So you know you're going to get all of that stuff. But... I mu- and, and holy cow, uh, I, I need to some perspective here on these twelve and thirteen year old girls who th- look like they sound like they want to take their lives because of the change in one direction. The singing group, I mean, I, and I remember you know the Beatles sensation. The kids go went nuts, and when Elvis, Pius uh, went nuts, and John Lennon died, people went nuts, and Kurt Cobain, people went. Nuts. But th- this, I don't think we've seen anything like this. And if you haven't or haven't heard it, wait wait till you do. Oh, and also, there's another radio stations are playing a song that's now leading to accusations of lesbian training for young girls. <laughs> we'll get to that too. But first, and before we'll do the bird, bird, bird on the plane thing and some other stuff. Henry County has to has to renovate its animal shelter. Henry County has to renovate its animal shelter. The walls are coated with latex paint. The concrete is exposed. They have to sandblast everything. They have to paint over the walls to seal them because they have uh, bacteria and parasites and viruses in the concrete, uh, moist areas and cracks and so forth. So they have to treat it. And that means they have to get rid of the dogs while they do it. So they're going to go ahead and kill the dogs rather than, you know, uh, the best way to take care of having more room and renovation for the animal shelter is to go ahead and kill the dogs. And that way, when they get more in, (laughs) well, no, hold on now. I just wanted to get your attention. Henry County does not want to kill the dogs. But listen to this. Henry County's animal shelter says if they can't... Now, the little teeny dogs, they can put together in an area and they can kind of move them off to the side while they're doing the renovations. But the big dogs can't be put somewhere. There's no room for them. So if they can't, if they can't give away 
All these dogs, if you won't come and get them, they're going to kill them. The Henry County Animal Shelter has to renovate the shelter, and they have no place for the big dogs. And if they can't move them someplace, in other words, if you can't adopt them, they're going to kill them. That would be the most disgusting irony of all ironies, to, say, to, to renovate the animal shelter by killing the dogs. I mean, it's, they don't want to. Believe me, this is not a criticism of the Henry County Animal Shelter. Let's go get these dogs. In fact, you know, if, if someone is willing to be my girlfriend, I'll get two of them right now. <laughs> no, that's not, never mind. I'm sorry. I took that back. No, that, that, no, no, sorry. It's not a good deal. It's not a good deal. <laughs> if I, no, if I had somebody, if, if, you know, I got the horse. I, I, don't, I can't, you know, and I love, I've, I've had dogs all my life. Literally, since the day I was born, there were dogs in my house. Until now, because I'm single and I, and I, I, just, I just can't have, I can't. Take care of them. Well, the new shelter won't be sullied by any stray dogs or anything. Well, there's another good point. <laughs> That's cold. That's so cold. 1209. All right. Also, <sighs> oh, a couple of quick announcements. I will be making a rare Kim Republic appearance next month. We're doing, we're going to go to the, is it the career fair or job fair or career like expo that. or something like that in uh, late April. And we're going to do our show from there. So, <laughs> well, either I'm going to do the show or my replacement's going to do the show because I'm on vacation next week, so I'm off. So the over-under is whether I return after the week, so we'll see. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, oh, also, a couple of things. Uh, somebody sent some horse video, which is pretty cute. There's, is it on Facebook page? Got it on yeah. Facebook page? Uh, Pete put it up on the Kimmer Show Facebook page, uh, some horsey video with a goat which is fairly amusing. And if you know anything about horses, horses do love goats and other animals uh, frequently. Uh, they have them as pets, kind of keeps them calm and so forth. But, uh, and I, we put a video of me baby talking my big... I do videos of baby talks for my grandson. When I'm out with Jack and weird things happen, I sent, you know, I've sent him like 10 videos I've got on my phone the last two weeks or so. And if you hear me baby talking, it's because I sent them to Brady, my grandson, you know. And, 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 and so there's a video of Jack with his cat. Jack, a cat follows us. When I take him every day, when I take Jack out grazing and fooling around in the grass, there's one little kitty always kind of tend, almost always comes with us, and he just hangs around with me and Jack, and he's just our little pet. <laughs> We're out there, but it's pretty funny. All right, anyway, that's just a little uh, neither here nor there. Also, uh, some video to point out. Oh, <laughs> I almost couldn't believe this, and you won't when you see the video. The worst parking job in history. In Washington, D.C., there uh, is a stretch of road where the cars go angle parking. You know, where, you, where you're driving along, and instead of taking a, a, a perpendicular right into a parking spot, it's at an angle spot. So they're all kind of in a row at an angle. Well, there are two cars parked at an angle with a space between them, and a woman who represents Congress for the Washington, D.C. District, Eleanor Holmes, drives her car in straight between the two angled cars. So she's now wedged between both of them. Wait, <laughs> you see that? <laughs> and she's got her aid in the passenger seat, gets out of the car, and, and you see him going, oh, my God. How, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stupid. And she just gets out and walks away like nothing. She just parks. I mean, where do you see it? You have to go look for this video. They're parking in Washington, D.C. It's unbelievable. Um, I also was saluting the Breakfast Club movie 30 years ago. 30 years already. Now, John Boy, did you ever see that movie? Is that above oh, your body? Oh, plenty of times. Have you? Well, so you know the whole issue. It was 30 years ago. I mean, that was before you were born. Yeah. And I can't believe it. Holy smokes. All right, 1211, 1211. It's so on the camera, 844-404-1067. Um, oh, a quick shout-out. I got a very nice text here from my buddy, Charlie Wheeler, Staff Sergeant U.S. Army. Charlie uh, is a Vietnam vet. He's uh, taking some uh, cancer treatments, much like the Kimmer had, and he's ready to go into round two at the Atlanta VA. 
So we're all giving a Semper Fi shout-out to Charlie Wheeler, Staff Sergeant U.S. Army down at the Atlanta VA getting some treatment. Semper Fi, welcome home, Charlie, and uh, God bless America, my friend. There you go. 12-12 on the Kimmer program. Who would do such a thing? Oh, it's hard to tell. Be a roving gang of thugs, a blackmailer, an angry husband, a gay lover. All right, get a hold of yourself. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Here we go. News Radio 106. Look out, look out. This is Raymond Burr. (laughs) Now here's your host, (laughs) who asked the burning question, (laughs) is it wrong for a man to help another man work on his glutes, (laughs) even when neither of them are at the gym? No, I don't think so. Here he is, Kim Peterson. (laughs) It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067, James Eha from Smashing Pumpkins, he's the guitarist, James is 47 today, a couple other birthdays, actor T.R. Knight from Grey's Anatomy, 42, uh, Ernest Thomas from Everybody Hates Chris and What's Happening is 66 today. And Alan Arkin, you remember Alan Arkin? And he, he was the father of the other Arkin who was on the uh, on, on the hospital show, Adam Arkin. Uh, Alan Arkin is the old man. He's 81 today. In fact, just the other night, I was watching The In-Laws. Have you seen, ever seen that movie? I, I, I have forgotten. It's, oh, it's from 1975, probably, or I don't know. But, I mean, it's, it's back your way. That's one of the funniest movies ever. Alan Arkin and Peter Falk together were hysterical. And Freebie and the Bean was good. <laughs> and the 7% Solution was very it, it's good. hysterical. Very, very amusing. And, and, and Alan Arkin played a great role of a psychiatrist in that, uh, that black-haired guy who goes back to school and and uh, falls in love with his uh, British-speaking Aston girl who did the radio announcing show, and he's a hitman. Was an, uh, um, he's got a sister, and she was uh, she acted as his secretary and took his calls, and she talked to the ammo guy says, I want 10,000 rounds, and I want them now. Tomorrow's not going to be good enough. And his, he was a black-haired actor, and he has a sister, Kuzak, John Kuzak. And he went back to school in, outside of Detroit, Michigan. Gross point Gross blank. point point blank. There you go. Alan Arkin played his shrink. Thank you. It's full circle for the giver. It's full circle for the giver. <laughs> anyway, I was all, oh, just as an aside, I was also, and I got news breaking lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. I was watch, listen, watching Sarah, Sarah Silverman did another special that they played, We Are Miracles, or whatever it was. This woman is so hideous. She was actually making a joke about the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which I, I don't want to do because it's, it's just cold. But the other, and the other one, she said, she was saying, she was saying, uh, I, I can't do it like she does, but say, uh, you know, I, I'm so emotional. I'm such a giver. I'm such an easy mark for, for charity events. I always give so much. I'm just such an easy emotional. Well, for example, for example, I was watching the other night. Every time I see, every time I see those commercials from Africa of those starving babies with the swollen stomachs and the flies all around them, and I think to myself, I have to remind myself, they're only actors. They're only actors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Sweetness spell, sweetness spell. <clears throat> all right, hold on a second. I got sweetness. I'm taking a sweetness spell. <clears throat> it's funny. A rich Arab walks into a bar. Going to order a drink. Sees a guy close by wearing a Jewish cap, a prayer shawl, and a traditional lock of hair all curly way down. He doesn't have to be Einstein. I know this fellow is Jewish. So he shouts over to the bartender loudly so everybody can hear, hey, drinks for everybody except that Jewish guy over there. Soon after the drinks have been handed out, the Jewish fellow gives him a big smile, waves at him, and then says, Thank you so much. The Arab is infuriated. 
He once again loudly orders drinks for everybody except that Jewish guy. As before, it doesn't bother the Jewish fellow at all. In fact, he keeps smiling. He, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. The Arab asks the bartender, what's the matter with that Jewish fellow? I've ordered two rounds of drinks for everybody in the bar but him, and all he does is smile and say thanks. The bartender says, yeah, no kidding. He owns the joint. <laughs> 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 thank you. All right, 1221, it's only the Hey, wait, there's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. <laughs> oh, I am somebody. <laughs> I am somebody. You are somebody. <laughs> Kim Peterson, he ain't nobody. <laughs> Jesse Jackson <laughs> calling a very, very happy day here in the Jesse crime well, family. That's right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesse um, crime family. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Big news for your kid today, Jesse. Oh, yeah, just he's getting out of the prison. I'm worried yeah. about my son. Well, you know, that maybe prison had a lasting effect, Kimmel. A lasting effect? What, what, uh... Well, uh, he's invited Bruce Jenner to his homecoming party. He says <laughs> he wants to be known as Jessica from now on. <laughs> Thank you. Jesse said he wants Tyler Perry to jump out of the cake at the party. <laughs> and he says he'd like to become a radio meteorologist. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> He started talking like this. I don't know what's wrong with the kid. I mean, well, he wants to get out of the politics and join the board of Cox Broadcast in the division of men's warehouse. I mean, I... Where are the suits? <laughs> There's no suits in there. Pants are half off this week. I understand. There's no clothes. <laughs> Speaking the part is Kim, a very yes, embarrassing. Yes. Are you? I understand that uh, retiring Fulton County Police Chief Cassandra Jones yeah. was an hour late for her retirement party. An hour late for her retirement party? Well, it's been so long since Cassandra had been to the police station. She got lost. She had to call and ask for directions. It's the third floor? Where's the... Yeah, you know, like Wayne Norvis used to have to do, you know. Where's the station again? I, can't I ain't been there in a month. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Southside Steve, about yeah. to hit the big 5-0. 5-0, yeah. Which will give him the second highest IQ on the Rock 100 Morning Show. I know he's been studying <laughs> no, hard, you know. I think some birthday numbers, or I don't know. Uh, oh, that's right. They will <laughs> have a, big, a birthday party for Southside Steve. Though yeah. nothing elaborate, Kimma. They elaborate. want to keep it small, very small. Small, small, really small. So they're inviting their audience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, very <laughs> intimate. <laughs> <laughs> They like to pick on the camera over there. <laughs> Southside Steve, man. He is a guy who got it figured out on his 5th birthday, man. You got it figured out? Yeah, about the time his wife comes out of diapers, he'll be needing them. So <laughs> I just think that is That's a young girl. The kind of plan in the week. <laughs> Great to be Thank on the so show. Thank you so much, Jesse. Good luck to your son, too, getting out of prison today. Just... I appreciate it. By the way, you ain't nothing. Love somebody. That's it. Thank you. Isn't it amazing that it's his kid who was the first one of the Jesse Jackson family to go to prison for cheating people? Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, 1224, uh, News Radio 1067, 1067 Yes, I'm thinking the same things you are about those two big stories in the news today. That pilot downing that plane on purpose. And, you know, I got uh, two things to say about this. Saudi Arabia, 9-11. The reason those people are dead today and their souls hopefully are in hopefully a live actual heaven, the reason they are dead today is because the Saudi Arabian Arab Muslims attacked us in America on 9-11-2001. And because of that, everything changed, including the fact that a freaking pilot can't get into his own plane's cockpit. You have got to be kidding me. 
This is outrageous and atrocious and despicable. And it was the Arab Muslims from Saudi Arabia who bombed us and took down those buildings on 9-11 that led to the situation now where we can't trust anybody on an airplane so thoroughly that the pilot gets locked out of the cockpit and the plane goes down and everybody knows it. Everybody on that plane seeing the pilot banging on the door trying to get in. You can hear the voice recorder of the people screaming knowing they are plunging to their deaths any second. And that lasted at least eight minutes. Count off, it's 12.25.15. 15 seconds, 16, 17. A little after 12.25. Count eight minutes and pretend you're on an airliner diving into the rocks of the French Alps. And you know you're going to die, and the pilot's screaming and banging, and I'm sure passengers got up to try to help him get that door open. But you can't get the door open. Gee, why is that again? Oh, that's right. They locked it so that nobody like a terrorist hijacker could ever get into the cockpit. And they made it so secure that if one pilot goes freaky nutbag, then he can keep the other pilot from getting in. Now, who couldn't think of some kind of a fail-safe system where you have a, a, an emergency GPS button on your belt or something where if there's a double emergency where the pilot inside is passed out or dead or whatever and the, pilot, the other pilot taking a leak can't get back in, you had some kind of a button to push that goes right to the FAA or goes right to the Secret Service or the FBI or, or you know, whoever, to somebody to override the decision. I mean, it's just unbelievable. How is it possible to have a $100 million airplane that is so badly designed that you can't let a pilot into the cockpit to save passengers? You've got to be kidding. And next we're going to talk about pilots who are so incompetent because of the incredible technology of computers that pilots are no longer learning how to fly airplanes. They're learning how to program computers. I say bring back the old freaking jet fighter pilots from Vietnam, my friend. And that's when the pilots got good in this country, is the warriors came back into the cockpit. Unbelievable. 1227. Those people are dead because of the Arabs on 9-11. News Radio 1067. News Nugget, this is Herman Cain, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. The Kim is a great guy. He helped me find a girl Friday and a couple more for the weekend. The Kim is on weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. I say, I yes, say, this yes. is Foghorn Leghorn, Fog's son. Yes, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Fulton County Police Chief Cassandra Jones. Oh, yeah, this yeah. woman does less before noon than most people don't do in an entire <laughs> week. And I don't even know what that means. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Well, just because she didn't like Mondays. You know, I mean, you know, work from home Mondays, you know, and do something during the day if you, you know, get bored. 12.35, and this is unbelievable. One Direction fans are going nuts. The news that Zayn Malik is quitting One Direction. He says his life has been great, but it's been more than he could ever have imagined, and now he wants to be a normal guy at the age of 22. One Direction says they respect his decision. Zane's leaving the group. They'll always be friends, and they'll continue with four members and plan on recording a new album. But uh, I, re- I mean, wait. Well, in fact, I'll play for you. Wait. Here are some of the reactions of some of the girls, in particular, reacting to the news that one guy, Zane, is leaving One Direction. Is anyone else? 
crying this much that Zane left. <laughs> so I literally wake up and Zane is leaving? What the f***? What? I'm like crying, no! One Direction is a One Direction without Zane. Come back. Zane. Zane. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like I want to press the button so hard and rewind, rewind back and like, like oh my three years ago when uh, Aver Prime. Look at this. Phone. It won't look right without him. This song, I'm so embarrassed. It just won't look right. Oh, I mean, now, you know, and the fact of the matter is my first thought is I, I heard this this morning and I thought, oh, come. I mean, come on. The guy's leaving. It's not like he's dead. No. You know, nobody shot him or, you know, he didn't get run yeah. over, eaten by tigers. And he just wants to be a guy. So, I mean, you should celebrate his life, and then he knows at the age of 22, he's probably got $47 million in his checking account. So it's not like he's ever going to suffer for anything or anybody's ever known in any of his family for 10 generations. He's set. It's, it's, I mean, it's, my God, can you imagine being 22 and being a superstar and having all the money you could ever spend for the next 10 generations? I mean, my God. So what's the bad news here other than these crybabies are going nuts? Now, as a parent, I would take this seriously. In fact, if you, have a, if you have a 10, 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old girl in particular in your home, I suggest you have a talk with them. These are not fake. These are real. These girls, I mean, these girls sound suicidal. These girls sound like they're going to do something drastic to them, cut themselves, cut their hair or something. I mean, this is not, this is not a good sign. This is really a bad sign. And, and, I, and I'm thinking about when Elvis died, this wasn't like this. I mean, people were sad because he died. This is a kid just leaving the group. You know, when John Lennon got killed and uh, when uh, Michael Jackson died, this is, I think, is even worse than that. Well, they're, they're and, adults. and they're adults and they're dead. I mean, so you can understand people being upset that too bad he's gone forever. This is just a guy leaving the group and they're ready to cut their necks off. I mean, it's, I can't, it's just unbelievable. But if you're a parent, I'd take this seriously. Don't poo-poo don't this. This is real. Yeah, just tell him you're going to have both One Direction, and he'll do a solo career. So you'll have twice That's right. I think he's going to sing by himself. Yeah. Just uh, so him. anyway, but you need to talk to your kids, and, and, if, they, and if they don't want to talk, make them. Sit them down and make them. You're the parent. You know, just, oh, I don't want to do that. Just, oh, really? Well, sit the hell right down here. We're going to have a little chat. I'm serious. You're the parent. Make them do it. You can't let this go. This is this sounds silly, but it's serious. Very, very serious. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. News lines coming up. Sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. And I was talking about these stupid. And remember the article that I gave to you, Pete, on Cosmo and not Cosmo, um, Vanity Fair a few months ago about the French pilots and that you know trillion dollar airliner, the best airliner ever made. And those guys did not know if they were going up or down or how fast and whether the plane was level or anything else. And these are the supposedly the greatest pilots in the world. But the article clearly stated that what's happening is airline pilots these days are being taught how to run computers. They're not being taught how to fly. It's more dangerous than ever. I don't know if I agree 100% with your police work there, Lou. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Because I read the same article. I gave it to you. And it points out that it's now safer with the computers running it than the pilots. Well, that's not the part I wanted to point out, and that doesn't help my case, so I don't read the parts I don't need. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's a damn democracy. It's a Kimmer show. <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem, and we were thinking about this. I mean, it's, I, I've, I've got a new song for you. I've got stuff to do. I've got a, thing, a million things to do. But the thing we're thinking about, how is it possible that there's not an air marshal on the flight who has some kind of a super secret, you know, high def something or other button to push or communication device of some kind to say, oh, my God, we're going down. I mean, how is it possible that there's not a triple override system? I mean, this is because they locked the door.
Those people are dead because the Arab Muslims from Saudi Arabia attacked America on 9-11 in 2001. And that's why they're dead, because we were forced to change everything, including the way we fly our airliners and the fact that nobody can get into a locked door anymore, even if it's a stinking pilot. How is it possible that a pilot can't get into the cockpit? You've got to be kidding me. I wouldn't fly. I would make every airliner in the world stop flying right this second and say, okay, come up with a solution because this is crap. Those people are dead for no reason other than Muslims from Saudi Arabia. And we're the ones who are suffering for it. And you know what? They're laughing. And I don't know if it's a Muslim German pilot. I don't have any idea. Now, they thought for, uh, that they heard him screaming something when he was dying, uh, but uh, when the plane was going down. Now they're saying we don't th- they don't think he heard anything. of the So uh, he wasn't yelling, Allahu Akbar, as far as we know. So I don't know if this is a Muslim thing. I don't have any idea. But I know the blame is to place on the people who attacked us on 9-11, because that's why this door was locked, and that's why they're dead. And I can't, let's get to David. I can't even believe that it's possible that you can't get a door open on a freaking cockpit with an airliner full of people and this modern day of technology. We can send people to Mars and we can't open a freaking cockpit door. David, are you with me, sir? Oh, doing great. Love the show, Cameron. Thank you, sir. Uh, I unlock my Silverado with OnStar from anywhere in town. I, I know. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, you so just make I, a call. I, you go click. Can I help you? Yeah, unlock my door. Okay, bing, it's over. Boom. What's that, four seconds? $100 million airplane, FAA can't afford OnStar. <laughs> David, you're, I mean, it's just, there's not a, there's no solution to it. There, I mean, you, it's so simple. I can't believe they didn't think of it. Have another over, have a system that works. I mean, my God. Like going out to take a leak so people are dead because the other pilot's a freak? With a, with a mass suicide, mass murder gene of some kind? And nobody can get in the cockpit? The pilot can't get back in? That's not right. 1242. Yes, that's what they call me. All right. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Yo, this is Sylvester Stallone. Hey, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is yeah. brought to you by yeah. Expendable Street. Oh, Expendable Street, man. What is management called the Kimmer, Pete Davis, and John Boy? <laughs> no I guess the hangman gets to stay. You know the what I mean? And now here's your host for the time being, the Kimmer. Well, the hangman gets to stay unless there's a spelling test. Uh, <laughs> look out, it's only the Kimmer. <laughs> on our screen are uh, some calls lined up. Uh, Todd is one of them. Another one is Kevin, and it says, is a polit. A P-O-L-I-T. A politician, a political uh, emperor, worker, I, something like that. <laughs> Maybe I'm guessing it's a different word entirely. Uh, so we have a little fun with our buddy Hangman. Uh, here is Diana Ross. 71 years old today. Happy birthday, Diana. A couple of birthdays. Journalist Bob Woodward from uh, fabulous Woodward Bernstein. 72 today. And the hideous House Democratic leader Nancy Nancy Pelosi is 75 today. So there you go. Uh, Radio talk show host Curtis Sliwa is 58. The former member of the, not the Black Panthers, what was he? The Guardian Angels. We're the little berets and we're cracking down on crime and stuff. And then they kind of got in trouble because they started taking things into their own hands. You know, and and Sliwa would uh, would uh, roam the New York subway system with his Guardian Angels. And people knew when they were on the, on the subway train, they were safe. 
Because Sliwa's Angels would go get you if you did something wrong. They were on you like bug, you know, crow on a June bug. So, uh, but they also, a couple of them, I think, went to prison because they were shooting people for any whatever. Claire, uh, Curtis Sliwa now does a talk show. He's 58 today. All right, here we go. Uh, 1249. Oh, I got a brand new song in. Uh, and uh, from our Newsbreaker Line guy, which we'll do here in a second. Also, Newsbreaker Line coming up. And your calls, 844-404-1067. Um, let's see. Uh, here. <laughs> okay. Kevin first. Todd's coming up at a Newsbreaker Line standing by. Hi, Kevin. Welcome aboard, man. I appreciate it. Are you a Palat or hey. a pilot? Yeah, I'm a Polite. Now I'm a pilot. <laughs> Welcome, sir. <laughs> Can you believe Kim? this? I mean, my God, I, I know I'm, I don't know anything about anything, but this is the dumbest thing I've okay. ever heard. How is it possible All there's right. some system to override? My God. Well. Well, here's the difference between the states and and Europe and where this where this occurs. We we have a system where it's one in one out. If someone leaves the cockpit, we have to have someone else come in there. A second person, now, even a stewardess, even a flight attendant, has even, to be in there in case there's a problem. That's exactly right. Now, would that 100% prevent this? Maybe not. He could obviously override her if yeah, he wanted he to do something bad enough. Yeah. But now, obviously, Germany and, and, the, and the European nations are going to have to go to this. It's, it's just, it's, it's a must. It's got to be that way. But even, even but aside from a, that, I mean, that makes sense to me. It just seems like common sense that if somebody, you know, you'd always have more than one guy in, a, in the cockpit. I mean, it's an airliner, for crying out loud. How, how could you not always. have two guys in there, at least? And then you, I thought it used to be three used to have a navigator. Well, those, those navigators are obsolete now. Because See? Because the, of the, the, the planes are too good? Yes. The technology is too yeah. good? They don't need pilots anymore. Yeah. But listen, Kim, there's, yeah. there's a way that if someone wants to get into the cockpit, there's, and this is, not, this is not classified information. They're talking about it all over CNN today. The, the code? There's a keypad. Bar- there's yeah. a keypad. Yeah. The, no, it's not a code word. Yes, we uh, have a code, code pad. Word, yeah. But yeah, the I'm guy can go, override it. A, but the guy inside can well, override the keypad. Yes, exactly. And, 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 but he has to do it every five minutes. That override only lasts for five minutes. Now, they had an eight-minute descent. Right. So you're out there banging on the cockpit door. You don't know when five minutes has passed. You don't know when to try to enter the code again. Yeah. They're sitting there. They're entering this code every five seconds yeah. trying to get in. Right. But he's just overriding it. Now, the only possible explanation, I hate to, I hate to judge this guy without a well, trial. Well, we dead, have nothing else we, except our opinion, so you're I mean, welcome to yours, sir. What if, I mean, but what if he'd had an aneurysm or something like that, and he passed out, right. and he couldn't? Heart I mean, attack? They heard him breathing. Yeah, passed yeah, out. They he, heard him breathing. Oxygen, but they heard him breathing, so. He manually had to but, Yeah, but if he manually had but, to hit that, that old right. override, then he obviously was awake right. and alert. That's right. He was physically doing that, so yeah. he did not have an aneurysm. He right. did not pass out. Right. And so it, it's just tragic. Now, it's horrible. as far as how we fly the airplane, I know you got to go. I go to the simulator every nine months, and oh. I work for the major carrier in Atlanta. Right. And we practice stalls. We practice. Oh, I, I've been in that flying. simulator. You guys are. I don't, you, Scott, you guys are very well trained. I mean, I've been in that thing, Thank and I know what it's like. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you. Yeah. So we, th- we, we still do the basics. Yeah, we I know st- you do. Kevin, th- I do have to run uh, 1252. I want to get It's a newsmaker line. Let's use on the old newsmaker line. Hey, good afternoon. <laughs> this is the city, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> it's Jack Webb, Sergeant Friday. Hello, Sergeant. When layabout law enforcers retire and nobody notices the difference, that's where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Friday. I carry a party whistle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Police Chief Cassandra Jones, who answers the question, is there a physical fitness requirement to join the Fulton County Police Department? (laughs) 
I don't think so. <laughs> you know, Joe, last time Cassandra was on a high-speed chase, there was a good humor truck involved. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, partner. <laughs> anyway, Cassandra Jones is retiring from yes. the Fulton County Police yes. Department retiring. after 11 years of service, Kimmer. 11 years. Which is embarrassing since she's been getting a paycheck for 36 years. <laughs> well, yeah. 11 well, you know, years. when you deduct load from home days, four-hour lunches, <laughs> double-dip class teaching uh, on city time, and a two-hour donut breaks, you still come in with a solid 18 months, Joe. So Cassandra's go. got that going for her, which is, <laughs> which is nice. nice. You know, Cassandra Jones is retiring, Kimmer, but yes. she's going to still help out the county from time to time, which is, I think is a good thing. Is that you know? right? I didn't hear about oh, that. Oh, yeah, whenever they're shorthanded on orange barrels, you know, and need a human roadblock, she'll be around. <laughs> she's got the standing still down part down pretty good, I understand. <laughs> Don't move. Yeah, who's moving? <laughs> anyway, Kimmer, I cannot believe this uh, yeah. punk band One Direction. Yeah. Zane is li- leaving, and yeah. the reaction is unbelievable, oh, as no, you've been it, talking it, about. Incredible. Oh, Joe, I haven't heard this many teenage girls being suicidal since the marriage of Southside Steve, you know? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so much for free jelly beans and those rides to school, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a bunny? <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of the 50 great opening lines from Southside Steve. You want to see Why are you doing this to me, man? I'm sorry. I'm, sorry, I'm not well. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I better. Wow. <laughs> no, before you, before you go, though, Sergeant, I know it. <coughs> You're such a ladies' man. Let me pull I'm, myself together here. If you don't right, mind, right. partner. No, okay. I just you know, just for the record, I, I have no skill with the ladies at all, and I know you're a real uh, you know ladies' man. I wonder if you could give me some advice or something to say to a woman when you know, kind of put, put everything in the mood for you. When I'm making a love to a woman, I look yeah. her right in the eye and I say, "You want to slow it down, man?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what the late Harry Carey used to say? What's that, sir? Oh, cut me! <laughs> Thank you, boys. <laughs> Let me write that down. Always Look a... for the money. <laughs> Always an honor. There you go. Look out. Mercy. 12.56. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. Yeah, this is crap about this plane thing. I am so angry. And by the way, just for the record, the Bo Bergdahl, you know, the New York Times is now saying, well, it's time to let him go. Time served. Uh, he's, he's suffered enough. He was in the hands. Yeah, I mean, da 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 da. Please. My only hope is that when he gets to Fort Leavenworth or wherever they finally stick him, that somebody kills him. That's my hope. Is that when he gets to prison, that somebody who suffered from being in the military will kill him. And by the way, he's come out with a statement saying, "Oh, I tried to escape so many times." Yeah, because he got he finally went over to join his buddies and the enemy. And said, "Ooh, this really isn't as much fun as I thought it was going to be. I think I better go home now and cry to my mommy." Well, that's too bad. That doesn't stop you from the fact that you left your post and walked to the enemy during wartime. You should have been shot in the back of the head when you were on your way. Period. 1257. This is Judge Smales, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. I told Kimmer if this radio thing doesn't work out, don't worry. 
The world needs ditch diggers, too. <laughs> Don't forget the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. Kimmer knew at an early age he wasn't his parents' favorite child. Uh, well, his bath I... toys were an electric toaster and a radio. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on <laughs> News Radio, radio 1067. Thank you so very much. I look out. Yes, it's only the Kimmer. 105, News Radio 1067. Peter, Paul, and Mary, little Puff the Magic Dragon for you today. <laughs> yeah, puffing something, all right. <laughs> yes, fill yourself a bowl and enjoy Peter, Paul, and Mary bringing you the pleasant sounds. This was a day in 1970. Peter Yarrow from Peter, Paul, and Mary pleaded guilty to taking immoral liberties with a 14-year-old girl. And he had just won a Grammy for the best recording for children with the album Peter, Paul, and Mommy. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. And he kept going. He kept singing. Yeah. I mean, it didn't ruin his career. Hard to believe. But anyway, that was 1970. Also, a couple of birthdays. Uh, comedian Martin Short is 65 today. I've liked I've always liked him. And uh, Michael Imperioli, you played uh, 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 Christopher. Hey, Christopher. Michael Imperioli, 49 today, and uh, Jennifer Grey, who changed her whole... Nobody recognized her when she got a nose job. It was hysterical. Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing, and then she got a nose job and showed up on her own series, and, and she had, had to keep saying, I'm Jennifer Grey, that's me. I'm sorry, it's me, because she it just changed entirely from the nose job. Anyway, she's 55 today. All right, 844-404-1067. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, we'll play some more of those sound bites of these girls are going nuts over the One Direction thing. You need to talk to your kids. If you have teenage girls in particular, parents, I, you know, we can laugh at it, and, and it seems silly, and I don't know if you reacted that way about Elvis dying or Michael Jackson or John Lennon or whatever, but this isn't somebody dying. This is a guy who's just leaving the band so he can be a regular kid at 22 years old, and these girls sound like they want to kill themselves. I mean, it, this is serious. They are very, very, very upset about this. So you need to take this seriously. Don't let them just go to the room and sulk. Or so you need to, you need to open up about this. You need to make them be part of your life and your family. On this, I'm sorry to preach, but that's. I mean, I have daughter, two daughters, so this is. You know, I I grew up with stuff like this. Okay. Also, um, we will talk more about the other. The other song that's going around now is called "Girl Crush" by Little Big Town. Have you heard about that issue? That's an, a, 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 a some sort of a lesbian training song. They're saying the critics are saying now. Also, we will talk more about the plane, and I still don't get this. I still don't get how it's possible that these idiots in Europe didn't have safeguard systems for aircraft. And if and if you're you know in America, if you're a pilot, you also know that uh, if if you can't get into the cockpit, if a pilot deliberately wants to keep you out, uh, the one out one in rule may work unless the pilot has the ability to overpower the second person in there. So I mean, there's we just we're not doing enough, and it's because of the Muslim Arabs from Saudi Arabia. Back on 2011 and the year 2001. Uh, for 9 11 and 2001. That was the reason. Uh, also, the Bo Bergdahl case. They should have shot him. If they, if they caught him walking away, they should have shot him in the back of the head. And now the New York Times is saying he suffered enough. Let him go. He tried to escape many times. Oh, please. Well, d- d- stop it. And, and let me tell you this, and, and I, I never pull like a military card on anybody. I've never claimed to be anything special about anything in any way. But I'm telling you this, unless you've been there, if you haven't worn the uniform and you haven't actually been to war, it's a little different. It's not just, oh, gee, I didn't like all the hard duty I had to do. That's not it. This is a whole different thing. People die forever. 
And Bo Bergdahl can, well, in fact, even Putty Tat. Putty Tat saluting him with a song. Incredible. Here's the story of a man named Bergdahl. Buddy. Who hates America as much as me. <laughs> Bo was nothing more than a deserter <laughs> who helped the enemy. Sing it, Putty Tat. It's the story <laughs> of six brave soldiers who lost their lives searching for the scum. Still, I gave away the farm so they'd return him. How could I be so dumb? I freed five of the world's most vicious killers. Though the CIA had much more than a hunch. They'd be right back helping out Al-Qaeda. That's the way they all became the Bergdahl Bunch. The Bergdahl Bunch. The Bergdahl Bunch. Putty Tad, sing it for me. Yikes. How the hell did that happen? Did you see that? Uh, did you hit it? No, I didn't do a thing. I'm sitting here like this, and it went to another thing entirely on its own. The computer just skipped to a whole different page Pulsar section. Nah, 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 nah. Anyway, that was our song from the, oh, Obama. my goodness. Obama. He's watching us. 110 on News Radio 1067. By the way, Hillary Rodham Rodham's staff is now coming out with a list of words they do not want reporters to use when covering her. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, yes, they can. Yeah, they don't want you to use certain words. <laughs> like, well, no. Uh, here's uh, Brett, the truck driver on News Radio 1067. How's it going, Brett? Oh, pretty good, Kim. It looks like it's going to rain, huh? Yeah, it's a little uh, cloudy, rainy, and uh, a little cooler for the weekend, but that's all right. It's still spring. Oh, yeah. Hey, I heard on an earlier program, I'm not going to mention his name. Well, but, no, saying the name, yeah. Uh, yeah. Said that the guy that uh, got shot by the police the other day was just, being served a warrant for a misdemeanor. What's that got to do with trying to run over a cop? Yeah, that's what I say. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, if they were if they were inviting him to a party, I mean, if they were giving him a bag of donuts saying, we think you're a wonderful-looking fellow and we yeah. want to go out with you on a date, and he tried to run him over, what's the difference of what the reason was? He just tried to run him over. I mean, what the hell? You know, well, with a criminal record, and he's tried to do it before. I mean, my God. Yeah, what, so what do you stole a car? What do you want? I mean, this is, I can't believe it. I mean, jeez. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly, he knew what they were after, but you know, yeah. they didn't know what he, he was, was running supposed. away. He was, you know, I mean, yeah. he, it wasn't like it was a, all of a sudden they gang banged him and showed up and started beating him. You know, and it's just my God. Well, you know, and, uh, and the other way, not the, that way. I, <laughs> sometimes the camera, you know, a little onomatopoeia slips out there once in a while, and the camera has thing a thing there. The whole hey, uh. <laughs> I saw reach. All right, anyway, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's only me. 844-404-1067. We've been I, I, we're going to do a, a traffic check here in just a second. More news lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And we'll talk more about all these cases. And I will there's another song called Girl Crush. And there's the critics are popping up now because they say this is a lesbian training song for young girls. I've got it. We'll play it for you. And we'll talk about that too. Also, we were talking about the uh, the laziness of some of our VA people and so forth. In Philadelphia, the the director of the VA is a woman named Diane Rubens. She was in Washington when she got the job to go to Philadelphia to run the VA. She charged taxpayers to move from Washington to Philadelphia. Okay, move from Washington to Philadelphia, 140 miles. She charged two hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars for moving expenses and got it. We paid $228,000 to move this woman from Washington to Philadelphia to head the VA. I mean, this is unbelievable. Someone is willing to be my girlfriend. 
<laughs> Out of context, mister. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Look out. Stand by. Hi, I'm Gazy Gazem. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by uh, Goodyear. Yeah, good if you're looking for a new set of tires, yeah. why not give us a shot? And now oh. here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you. Look out. It's only the Kimmer. Da 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 da. 118. Look out, here we go. News Radio 1067. It's Thursday. Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. 67 today. You know, Erica Jong, the author, Fear of Flying and Zipless, uh, whatever. Erica Jong is 70. She was kind of a cutie, by the way, back like, you know, when, yeah, when she wrote this book. Yeah. Okay, Erica Jong, 73 today. So I got that in seventh grade. I got caught with that book and got it Fear confiscated. Fear Oh, did you? And the teacher goes, well, if it's so funny, just read some of it in class. So oh, I, you should have. I started reading it, and they go, shut up, sit down. Yeah, talk about the part in the plane, honey. Uh, <laughs> Erica Jong, 73, and uh, TV personality Lisa, L-E-E-Z-A, it's not Lisa, Lisa Gibbons is 58 today, too. So there you go. Oh my God, it's 119. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067 844 404 1067. And uh, we got all the issues, got all the topics. We'll talk more about the. Uh, I'm going to play that little song for you, Girl Crush from Little Big Town, that's causing such a, a, a strain among uh, people who are saying that it's, it's a lesbian training song. And also, the One Direction. I'm telling you, if you have a little girl in your house and she's going freaky about the One Direction news today, the guy leaving the band, talk to him. It's just serious. I mean, we can laugh because it seems so outrageous. It sounds like they're making, they're joking. On this hysterical crying, but they're not. And, and more on the plane and more on Bull Bergdahl. Let's get, uh, here's Bill. It says here, you're a pilot on News Radio 1067. Hi, Bill. Welcome, sir. Hello, Mr. Peterson. How are you this afternoon? Very nice to have you aboard. Uh, welcome. What's happening? Uh, well, sir, uh, my wife and I both listen to you. We have a lot of fun with your show, but today she said that uh, she's on the road listening to you, said that you had a lot of questions about this. And I just recently retired after five years on the Airbus, and I didn't know if I could answer some questions. Boy, maybe or... you can. I, what, I think we probably know as much about, we've heard as much about the physical uh, workings and mechanics of the of the Airbus, but it seems to me, Bill, is it only the difference that the pilot was locked out of the cockpit is because they don't have the one-in-one-out rule like we do in America? Or is, is is it not possible to have some kind of an override system so that this kind of thing could never happen? I can't believe that it's so simple that the pilot inside could lock out the pilot outside and everybody dies. I can't believe uh, it. Well, sir, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what happened. I've, I've heard the news broadcast, but I have not heard the recording uh, however, I think, uh, based on what I'm hearing, that that really is the solution. That in the states, we the the two person cockpit rule is pretty sacrosanct. Yeah. And, uh, it used to be uh, three. You, I mentioned earlier. It used to it used to have to have a navigator, but the navigator is obsolete because the damn planes are so good they don't really need one. But I'm I, maybe we go back to the old days. I don't know, Bill. What do you think? Well, sir, uh, I think what happened is that uh, it appears that this act was intentional, but the, the equipment is set up so that the, uh, uh, assuming both pilots are in there or a pilot outside has been incapacitated, uh, there is a control in the cockpit, on the Airbus at least, that allows you to lock the cockpit permanently until landing. And uh, the assumption always was is that, number one, there would be two people in the cockpit right. and also obviously that both pilots generally speaking were of some competent level you never right. expect your partner would 
turn on you like that. Right. I don't know that there's another fix for that. Uh, on the ground, when we used to do the pre-flights, uh, sometimes we'd accidentally lock the door, and there was a code that you could enter electronically to to open it. And if that yeah, but he failed, can override have... it. He can override it in the cockpit, though. Right? Every five minutes or something, it has to be done. We've, we've heard stories like that, too. It just seems to me that there's got to be some way to, so that this could never happen again. It, it's such a simple, horrible thing that happened. I can't believe that we can't find a way to make it not happen, ever. Uh, well, that's right. well, I guess I have to agree in that respect. They've tried everything to overcome the threat of a terrorist, and all these backups with the code in, the code out, the ability to lock everybody out yeah. from the inside was really to prevent the terrorists. You just right. never assume that you're going to have one yeah. in the cockpit, and I, I don't know the answer to that question. It's a human factor. Right? It's just we hope we don't get crazy people uh, doing it to us and so forth. Bill, I, I do have to run. I, I thank you so much, and thank your wife for listening, too. We appreciate it very much. Uh, you're helpful. 123. Uh, Newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, Newsbreaker line there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. How the hell are you? This is your former <laughs> Jimmy, President Jimmy, Jimmy Carter calling. Hey, Mr. Jimmy, how you doing, sir? Well, Police Chief Cassandra Jones' last day at work will be April the 7th. April 7th, all right, sir. Well, actually, no, it was 1989 was her last day at work. <laughs> her last day... <laughs> Getting paid, but... <laughs> Speaking of gold brickers, the director of the VA hospital in Philadelphia, she's being blasted for charging the taxpayers $228,000 to move from Philly to Washington, D.C. Moving expenses, yeah. Well, it's actually not that out of line. I mean, Atlanta VA director Leslie Wiggins gets almost that much to move from her office couch to the easy chair. So, I mean, if you did it on a distance basis. I should have known. Now, $230,000 seems like a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, D.C. to yeah. Philadelphia, last time I checked, yeah. is about 150 miles. Yeah, that's right. Or 27 if we're talking Delta Sky Miles. <laughs> well, now, see, they changed the rules. <laughs> Where you get a free ticket when Kimma gets a web page. <laughs> I have an update for your listeners on oh, the right. Southside Steve retirement party. Oh, yeah, he's turned 50. They're going to have to move it on the insistence of his girlfriend. Insistence of his girlfriend? What, yeah, what? she wants it at Chuck E. Cheese, and she <laughs> got mad and threw her sippy cup against the wall. And <laughs> she broke her crayons in half and threw a lump of Play-Doh at Southside Steve and insisted that he move the party. Move it along. To show, <laughs> yes, sir. There are no hard feelings. I understand. Oh, no. Larry Wax yeah. sent Southside Steve a fiftieth birthday gift basket. Wow, that's great. That's yeah, great. includes German wings, travel vouchers, <laughs> a gift certificate to the Goodyear in Smyrna. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I dare you to hit me, Tony Stewart T-shirt. So I'm glad. Oh, <laughs> I dare you to hit me. <laughs> Okay. I mean, Larry even returned the knife they left in his back. I think that is pretty <laughs> You know, I look on the bright side, Kim. Do you, sir? Yes. If these guys keep getting each other fired, eventually there won't be anyone left. So <laughs> <laughs> You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I'm a dreamer. <laughs> I just saw their ratings. Stick a fork in them. They're almost done. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Jimmy. Jimmy hey, did you hear about the regular guy that got confused? No, I didn't, sir. Yeah, he threw himself under the bus. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm really bringing this down. Wait a minute, I'm not. not that. That. <laughs> Thank oh, you so boy. much. <laughs> my God. Just can't get any better. Okay. What's that? 126. They're reporting now, the British papers, that this kid, this 28-year-old, yeah. was depressed during pilot training. Oh, all right. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Okay, so you're in your 20s. You're training to be an airline pilot, which is pretty much the 
you know, the highest training you can get for anything that's a machine, pretty much. And he was depressed during the training. Yeah. They needed some kind of psychological help, I'm guessing. Schoolmate said, told German reporters he took six months break from flight training back in 2009 because he was burnt out. Oh, boy. Well, you know, being burnt out is one thing, but isn't that a a clue? Isn't that a key? Isn't that maybe, is there any follow-up? Did they check him every week? Did they have him talk to doctors? Did they do any kind of testing? I mean, you know, and that's the thing. And Bill was kind of, was, was, you know, talking about it, too, just a minute ago, the pilot. The fact of the matter is we, we plan these things to stop terrorists. Nobody really plans the way to try to prevent a, a nut job pilot from killing everybody. And I, don't, I wonder if there is a way to prevent a nutball pilot from killing everybody. And then you got to wonder, geez, am I on that flight? How's my pilot doing? I, I mean, really? I, you know, uh, 127, it's only the Kimmer. This is Larry Flint, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. I'm not sure why. The Kimmer's so bad, hell, I got out of my wheelchair to turn off the radio. Anyway, if you can stand it, the Kimmer's on weekdays, uh, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Hello, my name is Chuck Cold Briquettes. Never start a cookout without me. And this portion of the ISDN show from San Diego is brought to you by Cigarette Ads and Kim Peterson. Cigarette Ads and the Kimmer. Name two things you'll never see on a billboard. (laughs) Kim Peterson, who the hell is that? Why would we? Anyway, here's your host, Charlton Heston. You're so very close there. Yes. Sing me, Elvis. Sing me. 135 News Radio, 1067. (laughs) Elvis Presley set a record. On this day in 1961, on the British music charts, Elvis Presley, for the first time ever, had three consecutive number one releases on the British charts. No one had ever done it. Are You Lonesome Tonight? Wooden Heart, and It's Now or Never. 1961 with Elvis. Also on this day, 1998, Leonardo DiCaprio filed a lawsuit against Playgirl magazine to stop it from publishing nude pictures of him. The suit was settled later, but the pictures did run in the October issue of 1998. Leonardo DiCaprio. All right, fine. I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to check it out. (laughs) Actor James Caan, famous for many things, including uh, Sonny from The Sopranos. Uh, Sopranos. (laughs) Godfather. (laughs) Well, whatever. Actor James Caan, 75 today. All right, I got it. It's only the Kimmer, 136. On News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067. We'll get back to the plane story. We'll talk about Bo Bergdahl. Again, and I, I'm. I, this is my fault. I haven't specifically tried to look into this because I've been preoccupied, but I don't understand why Bo Bergdahl is not eligible for the death penalty. Deserters can get the death penalty. My understanding is the the charge of him being a deserter is only capable or a possible five year sentence, and the life sentence is for the misbehaving with the enemy. There's a difference between you know being AWOL means you're absent without leave. It means you left your post without permission. Desertion means you've left your unit and you're gone. You're leaving the army, your navy, service, whatever. And then aiding and abetting the enemy is like the big time Charlie. That's where you're not only leaving your unit, you're fighting against your unit. 
And he did all those things, uh, clearly, and I guess you have to prove it officially now. Uh, but he's, you know, the New York Times says he suffered enough, let him go. I don't know why he's not eligible for the death penalty. I don't understand. I, I don't know why. I thought deserters could be shot. And I don't know why he can't be. And what do you think is going to happen? What do you, what do you, what's the over and under on how much time he'll serve, if any, in a stockade? What do you think? 844-404-1067-138. Uh, in fact, you know, it's, it's funny because we are, uh, we are hearing that the New York Times is saluting Bo Bergdahl the same way Putty Tat did and all of his little friends. Uh, you'll recall uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't that long ago when Putty Tat and the members of the administration were so uh, thrilled with Bo Bergdahl being reunited with his family. And even Charlton Heston put it to song. Who could ever forget... Mr. Everyone considers Bo the coward of the country. (laughs) Bo Bergdahl may be yellow, but he's got me seeing red. (laughs) Mr. Heston. His Muslim-loving father, Bob, taught Bo to be a traitor. Bob sat him down at six years old, and this is what he said. <laughs> now, what was it he said? Yes, oh, sir. yes. Promise me, son, that you'll desert everyone. <laughs> Walk away and join the Taliban. America will see that you turned on your country. Obama will be your biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. Cause just like you, he's never been a man. Did you see him lifting those <laughs> sissy weights? Everyone <laughs> considers Bo the coward of the country. Who the hell is Bo? Why am I singing about him and where am I? Another good point, sir. Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, Bo Bergdahl has had his lawyer release a statement where he said that he tried to escape 10 or 11 times and they kept beating him and hitting him and it was just so horrible. Well, uh, <clears throat> you think that's a surprise? And, and you, does that make any difference to anybody that when he finally went over to the other side and started working against them, that when he tried to escape for a while, he allegedly tried to escape, that they beat him when he came back? Well, that was uh, maybe a couple of times, but that was in the last several years in, cust- in custody. In fact, the tweets are pretty funny, too, about people saying what happened to Bo Bergdahl. The New York Times says, let him go, let him go. Uh, a woman named Lindsay Fifield uh, t- tweeted, Oh, no, they're right. I don't want to see him serve time. I want him executed. <laughs> um, Hootie Man uh, tweeted in, For once I agree with the New York Times. I think the firing squad is much more appropriate. <laughs> no serving of time. Don't let him go. Don't have, put him in jail. Um, and uh, Iowa says, Oh, the Times newsroom has spoken. You are dismissed. <laughs> you son, you dirty... You know, it's like this, it's, it's, it's this uppity attitude... It's just like we were just laughing at the at the video I mentioned earlier. The woman parking the the woman delegate to the uh, to the District of Columbia in Washington D.C. The woman delegate is Eleanor Holmes, and she put she you've got to find this video in Washington D.C. It's, it's on Facebook page, Kimmer Show Facebook page. The angled parking, and she goes in straight ahead because she's better than everybody else, and she doesn't have to worry about going in any way that she doesn't want to. I mean, it's unbelievable. Just they're entitled. They're special. They can do whatever they want. We should run them out of town with tars and feather buckets. God almighty. All right, anyway, here's a 141. Donnie on News Radio 1067. Hi, Donnie. Thanks for holding. What's going on? Yeah, I think you ought to be tried for treason. Uh, I would think, I don't know why that's not a charge either. I think they ought to be, if they can prove desertion and helping the enemy, I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was over there and, uh, 
if we caught somebody leaving, they wouldn't have to worry about it. it that's right, Donnie. And I, I mean, I, I promise you this. Uh, <laughs> I know guys, and I, including me, who would have shot them e- happily and easily with no thought whatsoever about doing anything other than ending the problem. If we had caught them deserting, bang. Hell, they used to shoot you if you fell asleep on guard duty in a war zone. I mean, hey, let me tell you something. And you get out there and, you know, if you're a dirtbag and you're screwing up your unit, your sergeant's going to go out there and say, hey, idiot, uh, stand up and draw the sniper's fire. We need to know where the sniper is. You know, it's military's not uh, the Boy Scouts. This is serious stuff. All right, 142 now. Huh? Hey, little girl. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Tom Bodette. Hey, Tom. And this portion of the mm-hmm. Kim Peterson Show yes, is sir. brought to you by Motel 6. Yeah. No, Motel 6. Where does the bachelorette stop after Motels 4 and 5? <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you. <laughs> 149 a news radio 1067 for the Kimmer. It was 2004. Jan Berry from Jan and Dean died after having a seizure of some kind in Los Angeles. He was 62. 2004, that happened. Uh, let's see. This was the day, finally, 1945, March 26, World War II, Iwo Jima, finally secured by American forces after a final desperate attack by the Japanese soldiers. Secured Iwo Jima, raise that flag, 1945. Also 1990, Driving Miss Daisy won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Jessica Tandy honored as Best Actress. Best Actor was Daniel Day-Lewis for My Left Foot. There you go. All right, 150 is our time. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Jeff's got a question. And by the way, uh, we got some callers are calling in to say the reason that Bergdahl wasn't, uh, wasn't given the death penalty charge of desertion is because it was not officially declared as a wartime, which I, had, I, I didn't know that Congress hadn't made an official declaration, but I guess that's the reason. Jeff, welcome aboard, sir. Uh, how you doing? Fine. What's up, man? Well, my question is, I mean, I'm getting older, but uh, isn't the reason why President Quitty released the five Talabeagles was to because Bernal was ill and he needed to get back with his parents? Uh, they Well, uh, the, I believe that at the time what the administration said was that uh, one thing, one, they always want to get all their boys back as a general principle, number one. But right, number two, right. they were saying that there was information that he was uh, that he was having health problems and issues and that if they if they couldn't get him soon, it might be too late. And so that was their excuse for making a deal with five mass murderer Talibans who want to try to kill us still. Well, that's my question. Yeah, that was it. They said he was feeling bad and was getting ill and so forth. You know, frankly, I don't give a damn. So what? And and another thing about this pilot thing and the plane stuff, too. Um, Take the bullet. Take the bullet. If you, you know, if you have to sacrifice your life to stop terrorists from doing something, then you do it. And if you have to stop a a deserter from uh, deserting, then you do it. I don't know. It's just things are way too simple. It just it should be much simpler than this. We're making things way too difficult. Uh, here's a uh, TJ. TJ, uh, real quickly, newsbreaker line coming up. Hi, TJ. How's it going? 
Hey, Kimmer, enjoy the show. Thanks, sir. Thank you, sir. Like all veterans, uh, that that gets your blood pressure up. That yes. This guy they're putting on this dog and pony show at the Army. And then bracing ourselves for the ultimate. You know, I mean, how many guys do we lose? trying to get this scumbag back well they say six dead they say at least six dead six but but dead. it was also okay. the effort and that i mean it, if it was one if it was none i mean still it's just it just makes it still, worse yeah. yeah you're right and that's the key and then next year we're going to have to insult the injury when president scumbag goes ahead and pardons the sop yeah you know tj i think that that's you wow. know that and think about it his last day of office someone will kill him yeah someone will kill who the, the uh bergdahl yeah absolutely on the street. Yep. I'll tell you, uh, I, I, my, I hope that somebody kills him at the stockade. If he, assume he gets some kind of jail time, and that's our only hope is that they'll beat him to death and he starts breaking rocks. 153 on News Radio 1067. News Line, stand by just one second. You know that for you. Because deep down in places you don't talk about the <laughs> You want me on that wall. You want me on that wall. <laughs> hey, you know, it's a tough, it's not easy. You know, being, being in the military and going to war, it's really not like the movies. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but it's really not like the movies. <laughs> anyway, 153. God, it's a newsbreak line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreak line there. Good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> what am I supposed to say hey, here? Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> it's Charlton Heston. Uh, leave me alone, Mr. <laughs> Heston. It's not, a, it's not really a good time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very depressed. You're depressed, sir? All of these young girls are threatening suicide. Yeah, suicide. And not one of them is Justin Bieber. (laughs) (laughs) We can't catch a break anymore. It's just not fair. That's right. Well, I don't know about you, but I cannot wait for the big Southside Steve birthday party. Yeah, 50th birthday party. Yeah, to save time, they're going to introduce the audience instead of the morning show staff. Those guys, they really stick together, though. They do stick together. <laughs> yeah, to keep each other from rounding them out to the boss. You know, if you don't... They like to if pick Bob on the camera. Bergdahl can prove yeah. that his traitorous activities, yeah. Mr. Hessen, yeah. resulted in multiple deaths. Deaths, yeah. Does that mean he can get a speaking gig over there at Kennesaw State? <laughs> I hear a KSU lecturer was charged with hitting a driver. Yeah, uh, hitting a driver. Was it a layup hole? Should he hit the hybrid or the <laughs> no, three iron? Did that become a criminal offense? No, he was hitting an Uber driver, a car driver. Uber oh. didn't beat him up. It's, and he called him a niblick? He called him an N-word, all right. I don't oh, think it was, think it was niblick. niblick. <laughs> <laughs> Kennesaw State lecturer did that. <laughs> I don't and think now it was it's niblick. time for a visitor oh, oh, from East Point, East so Point. duck for this. <laughs> Charnack the Magnificent. Charnack the Magnificent. The answer is One Direction. One Direction. What's the new flight plan for German wings? (laughs) Too soon? (laughs) Wow. The answer is Fat Chance. Fat Chance. Describe the odds of Police Chief Cassandra Jones getting back into law enforcement. <laughs> That's a fat chance. I'd say right. they'd be pretty good for looking at a picture of her. That's a fat chance, all right. I, I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the last down for this L. afternoon. Thank you. May your son's life support equipment be serviced by Kimmer Studio Maintenance. <laughs> It'll be flatlining in 10 seconds. (laughs) The answer is hog heaven. Hog heaven. 
Owl St. Peter, welcome, Cassandra Jones. Oh. <laughs> Evan. Evan. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you welcome so back. much, sir. <laughs> I'm here on the old cover show. Wait to be on my final lung. <laughs> oh, my God, man, I'm dying. No, sir, please. <laughs> Wait a minute, I already did that this night. <laughs> Once is not enough. Green, damn you. Harry <laughs> <laughs> Yates. Oh, mercy. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Coming up, we'll do some more. Never has there been anything so hard to wake up to. Love you, Zane. News Radio 1067. This is Barack Obama, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. And if you keep listening, you will be audited. Let me be clear. Don't forget, The Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer grows on people. Yes, he does. Like a mole. <laughs> or cancer. It, hey, I had that. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. You are really nuts, you know it. <laughs> One of these days they're going to come over here and just lock you up. You lay off of me. You are playing with full deck units. <laughs> I think you done sprung a leak in your dinghy. But the problem, Eunice, is that your time a month or something, you ride the car. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is Vicki Lawrence, who was on the uh, Carol Burnett show for a long time. And she also was a singer and a, a, of some note and a very singer. Vicki Lawrence is 66 years old today. A couple other birthdays. Leslie Mann, the actress from Knocked Up, and this is 40, is 43. And remember, have you ever heard the phrase Heaven's Gate, John Boy? You know who Evans Gate is? I, I, I think so. You're in your back head. 1997, the bodies of 39 members of Heaven's Gate techno religious cult yes. killed themselves, found inside a rented mansion in Rancho Santa, Santa Fe, California. Was it the Hale Bop comet that they exactly. were? They saw yeah. that they they thought that the uh, what is it? A spaceship. On. They would be the end of the tail of the Hale Bop comet. And they were all wearing Nike sneakers. Isn't that the yeah, same thing? Yeah, they black had a, in black Nike sneakers, and they killed themselves so they could join the spaceship at the end of the Hale Bop Comet. <clears throat> now I can't prove they're not up there in a spaceship, but I, uh, you know, I don't think this is the kind of thing we can actually encourage people to do to try to get on a spaceship. I don't know what you know, just, just, just curious, just curious. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. I want to remind you about this too. I started off the program of this earlier, and we got all the topics, all the issues. Also, we'll get all those for you here in a second. But in Henry County, they're trying to redo the animal shelter. It has to be renovated. It's in bad shape. They have to do a major sandblasting project at the Henry County Animal Shelter. The problem is, the little teeny dogs that are there now, they can kind of put them in groups together and move them to another place temporarily while they do the sandblasting. But the big dogs don't have any place to go. So the horrible, terrible, tragic irony is that if Henry County can't find a place for the big dogs between now and sandblast time, they're going to improve the Henry County Animal Shelter by killing the dogs. Don't make them kill the dogs. Don't, don't make them kill the dogs. Go get yourself a couple of dogs. Come on, you know you want. Henry County Animal Shelter, get those big dogs out of there so they can renovate the place without having to kill them. Can you, I mean, how horrible would that be? 
Anyway, please, Henry County, they need your help. Get some doggies. Get some doggies. All right, 844-404-1067. And um, I mentioned earlier about the, the uh, these girls who are, this is the one direct, girls reacting to the Zane leaving the group One Direction. Is anyone else crying this much that Zane left? <laughs> so I literally wake up and Zane is leaving? What the f***? I'm like crying, no! One Direction is a One Direction without Zane. Come back. I mean, they're hysterical. I want to press the button so hard and rewind back like three years ago when uh, they were prime. So look at this. It won't look right without him. This is so, I'm so embarrassed. It just won't look right. I, I mean, I, you know, we're sitting here going, oh, my God. But the fact of the matter is this is real to these girls. This is very real. You want to hear something weird? I do want to hear something Half weird. of them had piercings in their face. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of them. And how could a parent let a 12 or 13-year-old girl pierce her face? Mm-hmm. And if the, if your daughter wants to pierce her tongue, there's only one reason why she wants to pierce her tongue. Yeah. And that's exactly what you think it is. That's the, I'm telling you, that's the only reason. Yeah. That's the only reason. If, you're, if your daughter wants to, her tongue pierced, then we know uh, everything about your daughter that we need to know. And so do you. And it's got nothing to do with smoking uh, cigarettes. Although, if she will put a uh, yeah. rolled up a bunch of weeds and set them on fire and put them in her mouth, chances are she's going to be a good kisser. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just saying. What does that mean? You know, that's how I actually, my first, oh, God. Yeah. I just had a horrible first memory about my first date with my final wife. Yeah. It was in New Orleans, and she's a New Orleans native, and we're at a, a very well-known <laughs> very well-known uh, Cajun restaurant, and she ordered uh, uh, crawfish, and uh, like barbecued crawfish or whatever. And when the crawfish came, she ripped them apart. You take the crawfish and you rip the head off and rip the tail off, and she would suck the brains out of the head. And then crack them and eat the whole crawfish tail with all the spices. But she said, that's where all the spices are in the, in the, in the head. That's where all the good spices are. And I said two things. I said, well, one, I'm going to have to take your word for that. And two, I'll bet you're a good kisser. And she la- she looked at me, and she stopped eating for a second. And then she started laughing. And then, uh, you know, yes, <laughs> Bing, pow, pow. <laughs> That's out of context, mister. Hey, barkeep, whose leg do you have to hump to get a dry martini around here? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Anyway, and there's another song that's out there, too. It's, it's from Little Big Town. It's called Girl Crush. Here, let me, I got a little bit for you. Let me play this for you. This is Girl Crush. It's the latest single. It's a powerful ballad about a woman envious of her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. I've got a girl crush. Now, this is the girl who's jealous of the new girlfriend, and she says, I want to taste her lips. Yeah, because they taste like you. I want to drown myself in a bottle of her perfume. I want her long blonde hair. I want her magic touch. Yeah, because maybe then you'd want me just as much. I got a girl crush. Well, more than one radio station around our nation has been bombarded with complaints that they're promoting a lesbian gay agenda. Girl crush, because they taste like you, your kisses, the new girl. And I'm, this is a serious issue. It's a, the backlash is disheartening to the Grammy-winning band Little Big Town, which is a very serious group. I mean, they've won awards and everything else, but now the radio stations won't play it. 
It's a it's a popular song, but they're never going to get the money they would from being a popular song because radio stations won't play it. Yeah, but it's going it, that's the only way to get it is to download it or go to iTunes or whatever. But still, I mean, isn't that a weird issue that they're this song? Now they said, for example, uh, there are songs. Um, what was the one called? The Arrow? Is it? Uh, I got it in here somewhere. I wrote it down. There's a, a song called The Arrow, and I remember the song, and it's about, it says, uh, kiss, uh, you know, smoke a joint if you want or not, kiss a boy if you want or not, kiss a girl if that's what you're into, and they say that song is kind of a <laughs> giving toward, anyway, I just, anyway, talk to your daughters, I, I, if they're upset about the One Direction, it's serious, and I'm telling you, it could be a major issue, you really need to, and don't let them go to the room and hide, or go to the friend's house, you need to sit them down and talk to them and make sure they're doing what you want them to be doing, 12-12. Well, I'm worried about the beaver. Me too, honey. To a Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your look out, look out. Here we go. News Radio 1067. Stand by. This is your formerly alive announcer, <laughs> Don Pardo. Well done. And now here's your host, yes. a man who, unlike yours, truly will not be fondly remembered. <laughs> or even remembered, for that matter. <laughs> Here he is, the ISDN guy oh, from San no. Diego. <laughs> it's so close, sir. So very close. <laughs> Look out, it's 219, and it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Coming up. I take back the Big Bang Rip. Oh, I last night changed my mind. But And Marcus Allen's 55 today. First Holy Crap at Sports and Pete Davis. A bomb threat called into the courthouse in Fall River, Massachusetts, where the Patriots player Aaron Hernandez's murder trial was oh, being boy. held. Temporarily halted proceedings. But turns out it was just Tom Brady going deep to Danny Almodella. Oh, hey! Oh, hey! Hello! Thank you. The bomb, the bomb. <laughs> Try the veal. Thank you. Your Atlanta Braves are beating the Pittsburgh Pirates right now, top of the fifth. It's 5-3. to three. Chris Johnson, a home run. Excellent. That's good news right there. That is there. good news. Alex Rodriguez is trying to make a comeback with the Yanks. And guess which New York politician is offering him advice on weathering the storm? Oh, God. Charles Rangel. Oh. The disgraced Congress cat. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Charlie, A-Rod just took steroids. He didn't cheat on his taxes. Yeah, not like you, Charlie. Yeah. Charles Rangel, who's next? Susan Rice giving A-Rod advice? Oh, but Greg Gutfeld had the best line on Fox. Did what? you hear this last night? No. Susan Rice is so divorced from reality that reality owes her alimony. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember Susan Rice very clearly. was yeah. uh, She was the one who said, hold on, it's going to take five seconds. She served the United States with honor and distinction. <laughs> yeah, that was Bo Bergdahl, Susan what? Rice comment right there. There you go. Uh, the Hawks winners last night, breaking that three-game losing streak down in Orlando. Excellent. NCAA tourney added again tonight. The Wichita State Bone Bruises take nope. on the Drunken Irish of Notre Dame. Oh, oh. The North Carolina Tar Babies against the Wisconsin Cheese Farts. <laughs> the West Virginia Mountain Rednecks oh. play the Kentucky Valley Rednecks. <laughs> and the Xavier Mutants will face the Arizona Desert Rednecks. Oh, my goodness. The Stanley Cup has been in some strange places. The players who win it get to take it pretty much wherever they want to. But yep. one place that will never appear again is a strip club. Uh-oh. Mike Bolt, keeper of the Cups, says Lord Stanley last made it to reign in a club back in 94, but the NHL has put its skate down after the Rangers' Mark Messier back then exposed the Cup to some exposed women at the My time. My goodness. I have a quiz for you. Sure, go Speaking ahead. of the Stanley go Cup, uh, can you name the first American team, hockey team, to win the Stanley Cup? The first American the hockey first league American team. The first American hockey The first NHL the American. The Rangers. No. It goes back to 1917. 
So you probably shouldn't even have heard of this. Seattle Metropolitans. Wow. Were the Seattle Metropolitans, 1917, the first American team to win the Stanley Cup. They beat the Montreal Canadiens in 1917. I didn't even know there was such a team back then. 1917. I have no idea. It's interesting. I thought it was like from the 30s. They've been around a while. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Former Laker Tom Hawkins says Wilt Chamberlain was full of shady yeah. math. Shady math. Wilt still claims he slept with 20,000 women, but yeah, former I've teammate Hawkins. That, that's, come on. Well, Hawkins agrees with you. says that many a night he saw Wilt go back to his hotel room with nothing more than a bag of McDonald's cheeseburgers. Well, it would have to be three women a night for, for 10 years or so. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But, but think about for this. For 20 years. It would have to have three women a night every night for 20 but years. Maybe Wilt used those cheeseburgers to lure unsuspecting loose women into to his room. Ah, the old <laughs> loose cheeseburger woman syndrome. Yes, yes. Bill oh. Cosby tried that, but it wasn't anywhere near as That's good as true. the pudding. I've got a quiz for you. All right, sir. Which golfer is a big fan of Justin Bieber? Fan all of Justin golfers. Bieber. Of all the, the golfers? And I'll bet it's Dustin Johnson. Nope. Bubba Watson. Oh, my God. Bubba the religious freak who's, uh, oh, my goodness. Bubba thinks they should form a boy band together. I'm oh serious. God. And don't laugh. Bubba's other group, the Golf Boys, with Ricky Fowler, Ben Crane, and Hunter Mahan, Seven million views on their YouTube video for their song. Uh, you know, Bubba Watson is an incredible talent as a golfer, but he he always he screams at his caddy, blames his caddy every time he hits a bad shot. You ever heard him when the sound yeah, is up? I've heard he thing. blames his caddy all. The, I mean, he, he's doesn't that great. Local doesn't kid, act though. very doesn't act very Christian on the golf course, but he's a very serious, uh, devout Christian off the golf course. Mm. And now your World Cup of Cricket update. All right, sir. The Australian baby-snatching dingo bastards <laughs> no, that's beat the India-overpopulated packy haters. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pete Davis. By the way, have you heard about the college Dartmouth fraternity is accused of branding new members? Alpha Delta at Dartmouth is now brand- letting their uh, members get branded. And now some people are complaining that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's hazing. But did you know also that it was Dartmouth... And the fraternity at Dartmouth that inspired Animal House, the movie. Was it Dartmouth? It was Dartmouth. That's when they started it. And I, I was, and we had my, I got branded. Pete branded me. Wayne. Uh, Wayne. Pete and Wayne branded me. Uh, and you, you've seen it, John Boy. And, in fact, it's on the Kimmer Show Facebook page someplace. Yeah, if you can look that. up the Kimmer's brand, they actually branded USMC into my left arm. And and we we just, John Boy said, gee, you should do another one here live on the radio, because I did it live on the radio 10, 15 years ago. Why not? And I said, let's, I'll do, an, I'll do the other arm. And, Pete, you can do it like you did before. And Pete said... Uh. I didn't like the stench. The smell. <laughs> but, and the worst part was you could hear the sizzling of the flesh. You could, they heated up a, a, a paper clip in the shape of USMC four different times, four different paper clip times. And, and you did them one at a time, and you could actually hear the skin burning under the oh. red-hot uh, paper clip. Anyway, 224 on News Radio 1067. It's only the giver. <laughs> I say do it again. What the heck? Hey, how about a song? Yeah, Putty Tad celebrating Bo Bergdahl. Here we go. Here's the story. Of a man named Bergdahl <laughs> Who hates America as much as me <laughs> Sing it, buddy Bo was nothing more than a deserter <laughs> Who helped the enemy dun, 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 dun. It's the story of six <laughs> brave soldiers Who lost their lives searching for the scum Still I gave away the farm so they'd return him How could I be so dumb? Dun, 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 dun. I freed five of the world's most vicious killers. Though the CIA had much more than a hunch. They'd be right back helping out Al-Qaeda. That's the way they all became the Bergdahl Bunch. The Bergdahl Bunch. The Bergdahl Bunch. 
That's the way they became the bird doll bond. Yes, sing it, Putty Dad, on News Radio 1067. Okay, I stand corrected. I have been saying for a long time that there are two TV shows that are very, very popular that everybody loves except me. I'm the only guy who's never had a single chuckle at either Two and a Half Men or The Big Bang Theory. I take back on The Big Bang Theory. The other night, and I, I have no idea whether this was a rerun or new. I mean, I just I saw it and I, and I said, well, I'll just watch this while I watch it. It was the story. It was the case of uh, the the guy with a kind of mushroom haircut. He's got a girlfriend who is in quarantine medically, or so. she was in a, a, a hospital room, and he brought in a piano and his friends to sing her a birthday song. And on the show, the, it was I think it was on last night. Uh, it was something like um, he sang a song to his isolated girlfriend. It was called Bernadette. Uh, my my life is so special. The first day that I met, I'll never be the same. Thank God I met Bernadette, or so, it was something like that. But it, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful, and the, and the, it was funny. And they had his, they had the other cast members behind him doing the doo-wop doo-wop kind of the chorus thing. And I thought that is one of the most clever. It was a song for Bernadette at the at Big Bang Theory, and I believe it was last night. And it was what it was touching yeah. and cute. And I actually, I I admit this, I actually rewound my DVR and played it back and listened to it twice after I heard it the first time. I usually just do that to look at Bernadette. Well, that's the other thing. She's fairly hot. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I don't know if you obviously didn't see it, but if you, it. if you had, I mean, it was really, it was lovely. It was a beautiful, it was clever and funny and touching. And and I honestly, I, I replayed it two times. Well, after there's only so. nine seasons to catch up now. So. <laughs> so I take that back. Also, we'll talk about the uh, Chinese restaurant in Kenya, um, which got into some trouble because the Chinese people said the only problem is there are too many Africans coming here. <laughs> In Kenya. So they closed it down because there were too many Africans at the restaurant in Kenya. 227 with a giver. This is Jerry Seinfeld. And why are you listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show? Don't forget, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. So don't forget to miss it. My George, this is Mr. McGoo, <laughs> and now here's your host, yes, a man who, thanks to cataract surgery, yeah. can once again follow the flight of his golf ball yes, straight can. into the picture window. <laughs> Run for your life. Left the number one. Tim Peterson, my so boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. News Lights coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. And uh, a couple updates and various things. And this is Hoop the Matt the <laughs> Mott the Hoople. Mott the Hoople. In nineteen seventy-two, this group, Mott the Hoople, decided to disband after four albums. And then David Bowie presented them with a song called all the Young Dudes, which is this one here. So Mott the Hoople recorded it, David Bowie produced it, and it hit the top 40 charts. <laughs> it came out of nowhere in 1972. Now, he was not the one who turned Lindsay Lohan into a lesbo, right? We decided that was not the one. Okay, good. And also, a quick update. Uh, Tiffany has just told us. Uh, updated on the Kimmer Show Facebook page. Oh, I got a, a late live edition of the Newsmaker Line, I think, I'm in your second. Tiffany just told us about one of the singers, or, or the, talking about Big Bang Theory. Maya Bialik, who plays Sheldon Cooper's girlfriend. Yeah, the one with the glass, kind of uh, unattractive, uh, yeah. but a nice girl and a well-known actress. Still breastfeeds her kid at seven years old. 
Oh, no, that can't be right. Ugh. No, 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 wait a minute. That, that can't. That's got seven months old. It can't be right. Huh? No, Can you imagine a seven-year-old right? boy hopping up into mommy's lap to unleash? He could do the unsnap the bra with one hand by now, you know? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little Must be the life of the party. I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. A special live late edition of the old newspaper line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimberly Schmidt. Tony Soprano calling. Tony, how are you, sir? Welcome. You need to stop your whining. <laughs> whining? You took a note. I told you, once you get in the van by the river, there's no getting out. You're going to be stuck in there the rest of your sorry existence, so stop your whining. I'm sorry, Tony. It's a very difficult situation. Difficult. What's my problem? <laughs> difficult. You mentioned my nephew Christopher, 49th yeah. birthday. It would have been today. would have been today if you had yeah, to kill sure. him. I'll never forget his funeral, Kimmer. <laughs> really? I said, there lies Christopher, yeah. a good son to his mother. Yeah. There's no other nephew I'd rather smother. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kim. I'm getting kind of choked up choked. here. Are you, sir? Yeah. You're getting choked up, see? What about me? <laughs> you had me gagging on my own puke like I was Jesse Pinkman's girlfriend or something over no. here, Joshy. Did <laughs> <laughs> you a favor, you camel those crack addict and great you? Easy voice. <laughs> Hey, Jay, what's your problem? I need money. <laughs> One of the great acting experiences of all time. Zane's leaving. One Direction, I'm going to drown myself if I don't get money. <laughs> One Direction, AJ, these are teenagers that are committing suicide. What are you now, son? 42? Uh, 43, but I need money. <laughs> i got to buy the crystal. <laughs> Hey, Jay, I got problems on my own. <laughs> they found a wire yesterday at the Bada Bing. I don't know what we're going to have to do, Kim, but we have to move all of our important business meetings over to the Rock 100 Studios, well, I guess. Why is that, sir? Well, good thinking, T. If we do it in the morning, no one will ever hear us. The feds <laughs> won't even listen to that crap. <laughs> They wanted to hold the 52nd, 50th birthday party for Southside Steve yeah. with the Bada Bing. Yeah, big party, really. I said, we got enough boobs and asses on the stage. We don't need your <laughs> non-productive morning team running off on important clientele. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tone, have you seen my... Wife Janice, sorry, Bobby, I she's your wife now. She's your responsibility. If she tells you to buy a ladder and a bag of flour, it's your problem now. <laughs> I, I got I got you that moped. What else do you want from me? <laughs> but I, I need money. <laughs> hey, all right, AJ, good luck. Here's you. your money, AJ. And the keys to the Maserati in the back. Go buy yourself a set of tires. And leave you alone, will you? <laughs> Thank you, Tony. For <laughs> all these people. <laughs> Mercy, Tony Soprano. I love it. Look out, 239. It's only the Kimmer. Oh, yes. Things you don't understand. How is it possible that an airliner in modern day can keep a pilot locked out of the cockpit? I don't get it. This is total incompetence and idiocy, and we can blame the Muslim Arab Saudi Arabians for 9-11. That's why these people died, because that's why they couldn't. the pilot couldn't get back in the cockpit, and that's why they all died. It's, that's the reason. Nut job pilot apparently at the controls, we assume, but that's the reason he died. And Bo Bergdahl, he should have shot him, period. And we'll talk more about that. And uh, Mayim Bialik, is it Mayim? May, my, May, like Mayim, that. I don't know, Bialik, the girl, is uh, speaking out in defense of what she calls her attachment parenting style. Uh, she breastfed her, uh, breastfeeding her son when he was four, and now, and then she says he was weaned at four, but Tiffany said she was still doing it at seven. But even at four, 
Um, she's been a vocal proponent of attachment parenting, which is a child rearing style that includes breastfeeding and co-sleeping. Uh, she said she breastfed her two sons, Miles 8 and Fred 5, until they were toddlers. And she believes in, uh, you know, living with your kids, nursing them till they're five, six, seven years old, and sleeping with them. Uh-huh. Attachment parenting. Uh-huh. Now, that's just creepy. I mean, that's, I'm, that, that's just creepy. That's not some modern crap. That's just creepy. That's just wrong. God, that just can't be right. All right, anyway, it's on the camera. Uh, here's uh, Todd real fast. I got uh, more news break lines coming up here in a second on News Radio 1067. Hi, Todd. Welcome, sir. Hey, yeah, I was just calling about uh, Bo Bertall. Uh, yes. I think he's a disgrace. But remember what happened with Bradley Manning, the traitor? Uh, he got a sex change operation out of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's right. We, we paid for it, yeah. Exactly. So uh, they'll probably, we'll probably give him the Purple Heart, you know? Yeah, there you go. In fact, now there's some talk now that people at the New York Times and elsewhere are saying if he goes to prison, Bergdahl, if he goes to prison for desertion and helping the enemy, when he gets out, they're saying he should then be eligible for an honorable discharge. <laughs> oh, my God. No, he's not, ever. You can't be charged and convicted if he is convicted of desertion and get an honorable discharge. There's honorable discharge. There's a general a general discharge. There, well, there's honorable discharge, good conduct. I mean, there's a, uh, okay, honorable discharge, um, general discharge, and... I think there's one other level before dishonorable discharge. But either way, if you dishonorably discharge from the military, you're dishonorably discharged for the rest of your life. I don't think you can vote. Well, there's a, a, one discharge or another. Either way, they're going to get you coming or going. I don't know, 242. Thank you. We're the Cantina Band. If you have any requests, shout them out. Play that same song. All right, same song. Here we go. <laughs> hey, all right, buddy. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and uh, Traffic there we go. Your Ride Home there we go. on News Radio 1067. This is Raymond Burr. Uh, Raymond. Now here's your host, yes, who asked the burning question, yes, is it wrong for a man to help another man work on his glutes, <laughs> even when neither of them are at the gym? <laughs> no, no, I don't I, think so. Don't think so. Here he is, Kim Peterson. Thank you so very much. This one goes back away. The first long time ago TV actor who became a singer no time for that I remember was Ricky Nelson. From the Nelsons, Ozzy and Harriet Nelson show, and then he became a singer and became a huge hit, and that's what he turned out to be until he died in a plane crash. Rick Nelson was a singer. Johnny Crawford was the kid on uh, The Rifleman with Chuck Connors. <laughs> and Johnny Crawford is 69 today. And Chuck Connors is the guy I used to make the joke when I was talking to Mike Connors. Uh, Chuck Connors, theoretically, uh, we've seen pictures of him when he was in some gay porn movies many years ago. But anyway, before he made a big on the rifleman, we, well, who saw him? Uh, but uh, uh, Chuck Connors was the joke I got to do with when Mike Connors, who played uh, uh, Mannix and earlier a TV show called The Title. But anyway, uh, when he came in to be interviewed in, the, in my for an interview, in my studio on a show years ago, I asked him if he had a good sense of humor. He said, sure. He said, I'm going to play around with you, so just call me an idiot. Whatever I do, just call me a complete freaking idiot. He says, okay, fine. So I bring him in the show. I say, ladies and gentlemen, this is an incredible treat for me. I'm so proud. I can't believe it. I'm live in the studio. My guest today is Chuck Connors right here. Chuck Connors. right." He says, it's not Chuck Connors, you idiot. It's Mike Connors. I said, oh, Mike Connors. He said, you know what? You look that guy like the guy who played on Mannix. He said, I am. I am the guy who played him. Anyway, he was great. He was very, very funny. And that was Chuck Cotters and Mike Cotters. Okay, sorry. Um, also, a couple of video things to point out. I got calls. I got newsmaker lines. I'm running out of time, but I want to get it on. You have to see this video. A, a Chinese army recruit is being taught how to throw a grenade. So the instructor is there. The Chinese recruit is there. He takes the grenade, 
leans back with it, tries to throw it, and it goes behind him and to the side. So the instructor grabs him, and they dive into the trench, which is made for exactly that purpose. And then nobody got blown up, but the grenade went off, uh, you know, where the guy was standing. And the Marines, when we were taught throwing grenades, they had they had a hole, a, a cement hole that went down into the ground. And if the, if you drop the grenade, the drill instructor would take the grenade and throw the grenade in the hole. There was no hole for us to jump in. But it was, and I'll tell you, the first grenade I had in my hand, my hands were sweating like crazy. And it was a fragmentation grenade, and I was, I was afraid it was going to slip out of my hands. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But there's video of this Chinese group dropping the grenade. They dive into the hole. Oh, and in Detroit, a family feud over $10 in a debt, 10 bucks. One guy takes his car, backs up, and rams the van in front of him seven times. Ram, back up, ram, back up, ram. Back. Seven times he crashed into the car and then tried to run over the guy who came out to tell him to stop over a $10 bet in the family. Among family members in Detroit. The video's out there somewhere. It's very funny. All right, quickly to Craig and then Newsbreak Alliance and stuff. Hey, Craig, welcome aboard, and thanks for holding, sir. How's it going? I'll tell you what, I absolutely love your show, Mr. Kimmer. Well, you were very kind. I'm surprised and flattered. We do. <laughs> we, we work hard around here. We have fun. Yeah, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm in, in town once a month for business. And hey, they got any openings make- over there? Oh, no, sorry, because <laughs> you never know. I just cover my butt here. You know, I got on vacation next week, so who knows if I'm coming back, but <laughs> put the word out. I I always make it a point to listen to your show. It's fantastic. And when I first heard uh, Puddy Cat, I just thought, crap myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, President Puddy Tat, the deserter-in-chief. Anyway, thanks for your very kind comments. I do appreciate it. How about a news break line? This is on the old news break line. Good afternoon. This is the city, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> it's Jack Webb, Sergeant Friday. Hello, Sergeant. When layabout law enforcers retire and nobody notices the difference, that's where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Friday. I carry a party whistle. <laughs> well, Police Chief Cassandra Jones, who answers the question, is there a physical fitness requirement to join the Fulton County Police Department? <laughs> I don't think so. (laughs) You know, Joe, last time Cassandra was on a high-speed chase, there was a good humor truck involved. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, partner. (laughs) Anyway, Cassandra Jones is retiring from the Fulton County Police Department after 11 years of service, Kimmer. 11 years. Which is embarrassing since she's been getting a paycheck for 36 years. (laughs) You know, when you deduct loaf from home days, four-hour lunches, (laughs) double-dip class teaching uh, on city time, and a two-hour donut breaks, you still come in with a solid 18 months, Joe. So Cassandra's got that going for her, which is is nice. nice. You know, Cassandra Jones is retiring, Kimmer, but yes. she's going to still help out the county from time to time, which is, I think is a good thing. Is that you know? right? I didn't hear about oh, that. Oh, yeah, whenever they're shorthanded on orange barrels, you know, and need a human roadblock, she'll be around. <laughs> she's got the standing still down part down pretty good, I understand. <laughs> Don't move. Yeah, who's moving? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> anyway, Kimmer, I cannot believe this uh, yeah. punk band One Direction. Yeah. Zane is li- leaving, and yeah. the reaction is unbelievable, oh, as no, you've been it, talking it, about. Incredible. Oh, Joe, I haven't heard this many teenage girls being suicidal since the marriage of Southside Steve, you know? <laughs> Man, so much for free jelly beans and those rides to school. I guess. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a bunny? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's in the book. <laughs> <laughs> 50 great opening lines from South Side. You want to see Why are you doing this to me, man? I'm sorry. I'm not well. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, I better. Wow. <laughs> no, before you. Before you go, though, Sergeant, I know you're such a ladies' man. Let me pull I, myself together here. Be right, my right. partner. No, okay. I just, you know, just for the record, I, I have no skill with the ladies at all, and I know you're a real, uh, you know, ladies' man. I wonder if you could give me some advice or something to say to a woman when, you know, kind of put, put everything in the mood for you. When I'm making a love to a woman, I look yeah. her right now and I say, you want to slow it down, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what the late Harry Carey used to say? What's that, sir? Oh, it could be! Thank you, boys. Let me write that down. Look to the money. (laughs) Thank you, guys. 255, it's only the camera. They had an organized national disability conference in Melbourne, Australia. And when the uh, disabled people showed up, uh, they had to be lifted onto the stage because there were no wheelchair ramps. And then they had the food on really tall tables so the people in wheelchairs never could reach the food they served for them. And there was, uh, they had to be putting them in the back of the lecture hall because there was no place for them to sit in their wheelchairs. Oh, my God. 255. How about another salute from Putty Tat's friends on the coward of the country, Bo Bergdahl. Hello. We're t- <laughs> Antonio Heston and Dawn with a special song for Sergeant Bergdahl. Bo's coming home, he's done his time. The Taliban was his partner in crime. Six soldiers died to save this scum, this bum who left his post. When the traitor gets back home, let's give him a toast. What? would please me most tie that yellow coward round the old oh, yeah but first put a bullet in his head if you don't mind all right look out it's the news people coming up here on news radio 1067 with the kimmer look out we'll get to see you tomorrow on friday letter if anything goes leslie oh here goes my medial uniform is broken put the blame on me This is Bill O'Reilly, and we'd like to thank you for listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Be sure to... I can't read that. What does it say? Screw it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.